Welcome to the Guitar Dads Podcast, a podcast for guitar dads by guitar dads. This week, an eruption in the Van Halen camp, more new artists can't get spotted, deuces are wildly outrageous, and are you just a crybaby about pedal reviews? We stomp on some misconceptions this week on the Guitar Dads Podcast. Now, the guys who you should never trust with a review, Matt and Dave. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm Dave. <laughs> Why are you such a crybaby? Wow, wow. That was an exaggerated ha-ha. <laughs> that was an guys. exaggerated one. Anyway, or anyway, hello, hey. everybody. What's up, everybody? Thank you for uh, tuning in, as you do each and every single week. We uh, we thank you for tuning in now to episode 87. 87, we're coming up on 90 quickly. Coming up on 90, and then you know what happens after 90? 100. Hundred baby, we're we're planning something big. Are planning we something Dave? big? Are we? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. maybe. Anyway, uh, real quick, thank you to each and every single one of you listeners out there. As you find us on Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast, where you can see clips of this podcast posted every single week. We love your comments. Please keep commenting, um, and also join our private Facebook group at Guitar Dads Podcast over there. It's a growing group. We love the comments. We love you guys requesting us to talk about things. So keep the banter yes. going and, and ask your friends to join too. As we grow the community, it's only going to get more fun. That's true. Tell your friends. Tell your friends and it keeps on growing. But yeah. uh, and, oh, and real quick, make sure you check out our uh, uh, a couple episodes ago. We had Blake Wyland from the Tone Mob on. Great, great time talking to Blake. So check out his love episode. Blake. And um, a few weeks ago, also, we had Dallas Dwight, the uh, lead singer and lyricist of the L.A. Maybe, our new favorite band. He was on. Definitely our new favorite band. Check out it. Oh, are you going to say that over Dirty Honey? Okay, we'll talk. Uh, well, uh, we'll talk about that later. And uh, also, we had a nice conversation with a uh, an up-and-coming country uh, artist, uh, Taylor Hughes, singer-songwriter Taylor Hughes. Yeah, who, our new uh, favorite country artist. Yeah, where did you see her recently? She did the national anthem at the Kentucky uh, Wildcats uh, football game in she their did? massive stadium. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Good for her. Congrats to Taylor on that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, not... Taylor. We we uh, we love seeing that. So cool. Yeah, yeah check her episode her. out too. Yeah. All right. Should we get into it? Get into the news and know what's going on in the guitar dataverse. Well, you know, I, I don't know if this is really news because this has been going on for a very long time, but... Yeah, um, Sammy has kind of made it news again. Sammy Hagar, of course, has made yeah. it news that uh, Alex Van Halen has continued to ghost him despite his efforts to reach out and uh, and uh, you know because they've been talking about all the all this mm. like all this all these rumors flying around about an Eddie Van Halen tribute, especially about after a tribute the, show which we want. Yeah, especially after the Taylor Hawkins one. So, but apparently the, both of the Taylor Hawkins, both ones. of the Taylor Hawkins ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, you know Wolfie playing Van Halen uh, at, at both at, of those at shows. both of those shows. So that was yeah. Huge. So that's what 
that's what I wanted to comment on because it's interesting that Alex has kind of gone into hiding, which you can totally understand, like his kind of, you know, his brother, his, you know, partner in crime for all these years um, is gone. So you can totally understand where he's coming from. But I think it's really kind of cool that Wolfgang is continuing the legacy, not only like just completely shredding it up and playing Van Halen songs at the Taylor Hawken tribute shows, but also you know, doing his own thing with Mammoth, which is just awesome. It's just awesome to see. And I saw that he's going out with, with Alter Bridge. So that's going to be and awesome. And Hailstorm. Yeah, Hailstorm. Well, it's the Alter Bridge Hailstorm show yeah. uh, tour that they're doing with Mammoth in Europe. Is he opening for Alter Bridge in the, in the U.S. tour? He is. He is so it's not yeah. Hailstorm. It's just, it's going to be Oh, Mammoth. sorry, not Hailstorm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be Mammoth. Mammoth and Alter Bridge when they come and Alter to the Bridge. U.S. Yep. Yeah, so I so Dave, I think Dave and I are going to that show, but it's one of these weeknight shows yep. again. So Another weeknight and show, I, but we're going to do it. And I think it. it might be around when we're planning to go skiing. So it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to come down to the wire on that one, I think. This Dave. is such a guitar dad's thing, isn't it? Like, oh, we, you know, we got skiing and all this other stuff <laughs> we going all on. This, I don't know we if we should go to a show. We got stuff to deal with. I know. But we, but the Alter Bridge shows are always awesome. I'd love to see Mammoth again. They just, oh, they saw them on that co-headline tour with Dirty Honey. It was just incredible, um, and really great to see to see Wolfgang and the and the boys just tearing it up. And the guitar sounds were awesome, weren't they, Dave? Oh. I mean, my head my head was almost blown off. It was so loud, but it was <laughs> I've never been to a louder show. But anyway, <laughs> it was pretty freaking loud. Yeah, it was. But loud. it was anyway. Loud. Well, yeah. spe- the opposite allowed is quiet, and that's what Alex Van Halen has been lately. And and of course, yeah. you know, they I don't know if Sammy and, and, and Alex ever really like made up um, you know, after Sammy left. So. Yeah, I don't think so. I think he was like persona on grata with uh, with Alex anyway. Yeah. So. He made I peace mean, with Eddie yeah. before he died and everything. So Yeah, yeah. that was a cool thing to hear. That was cool. But so. otherwise so hey, stay tuned. I don't know if this thing's ever stay gonna tuned. happen. Stay tuned. Probably not. <laughs> or, if it, or if it does it's not going to involve sammy or who knows you know who knows yeah who knows what's going to happen so anyway uh did, did you hear this uh so this is uh as we you know i feel like i i, I hate to kind of bring up the same topics every week but this spotify continues to make the news um what's going on with spotify so spotify i think i read if i'm getting this number correct they put out they add a hundred thousand songs a day to the to the platform uh, so the idea here oh, is that they're going to be continue. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be trying to increase that, which of course in turn is going to make it even more difficult for newer artists to get hurt. You know, the more songs that get added to the platform, the more difficult it is to to you know for the cream to rise to the top. So yeah, well, I mean, I mean, we've talked about this a little. I mean, that's kind of the way it goes these days. Is your music is, is music is just so there's so much music out there. It's so accessible that. You know, it's it's you know you could argue it's even a little bit harder to get noticed under all the noise, right? We've talked about this so much, right? So it's both awesome and a little more difficult, right? So, well, do yeah. you think do you think that as platforms continue to increase their vol- their per day volume ads to these, uh, you know, do you think it's gonna going to really negatively impact some of these newer artists and some to some capacity i'm sure it will, oh totally but. yeah 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 but but i think you know i you know with the subscription based services and how they're not super stable 
They got to do something, right? I mean, I, I would be okay with this if they ended up paying the artist more. We know there was a copyright deal that they do yep. have to pay the artist a little bit more, but they it's will. kind of around it's kind of around the edges. It's not like a major kind of paradigm shift that we think is needed with these streaming services. But um, you know, they got to pay the bills, and it's it's unclear if they're really able to to do that uh, fully with the subscription services they have. So, I mean, who knows? We'll see. I mean, I I, I would not want to have the ads, but, um, you know, it's what yeah, it is. They, That's they why do I get pay it. for these things. It, so the, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's why you pay for it. And the ads are, it's like they're kind of teasing you, you know, gradually and it's kind of dragging you gradually into a subscription because the oh, ads totally. get more and more frequent. The ads get longer. The you know, and it's, oh, totally. It, it yeah, just yeah. eventually you just give up and say, fine, it's worth the 10 bucks a month or whatever it's going to be. You know, that's what upsets me about, um, Sirius XM is if you ever listen to Howard, Howard does all these commercial spots and it's like, <laughs> what the hell? Like I'm paying for this as a, the subscription to listen to this occasionally. And he's still reading commercials. I mean, that's his prerogative, you know, but it's like, doesn't he have enough money? Like, why doesn't he just do the show? I know. You I know? don't get, I don't get Howard anymore. It's really so I haven't listened weird. to him in a while, but yeah. Yeah. I, well, that's the other thing that C- Sirius did is it gives these, v- these tiers. So like you can't get all the content unless you pay like a ton of money. So a ton more money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's another, it's, you know, this is, this is I mean, the way I get, it goes. I, I, I get yeah. the content that I like and that I that I need, and I'm only paying sixty bucks a year, so it's worth it. For yeah, me, that's you know? pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, because I'm I'm pretty sure I'm I'm in the zone where I got the good deal for like a couple of years, and now I'm back to now I'm paying like full price. Yep. So I should go. I should go and adjust that probably. But I do I do enjoy Sirius XM in the car. There's a lot of great stuff to listen to. Like I do like the music channels. Yes, I could just turn on Apple Music, but the channels aren't as good, and they don't have the cool. The DJs that tell you cool stories and the VJs from the 1980s and all they those They do, people. yes. Yeah, but yeah, at yeah. the same time, I was. it's funny you mentioned that because I was just going to say, I'm noticing now that DJs, some of the DJs, not all, yeah, are getting a little bit long in the tooth. You know, the older ones that have been out there for a while. Oh, really? They seem to also, that also seems to correlate with how long they talk. Some of these DJs, the older ones are like, just go on and on about these stories from the past. And it's this and that. And I met that band and went to that show. And the, it's like, okay, play the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want them to tell like little stories, but not crazy stories. That's right. Some of the younger ones, the newer ones aren't, don't do that as much. But, you know, I just like, you know, I'm not going to say any names because I love them all. But, you know, we know who we're talking about. But sometimes they just get a little carried away with stories. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, play yeah. the music. I just want to hear is, music. What's cool about Sirius XM is there's a lot of artists that do like their guest spots. Or they do like Duff McKagan does a that weekly show. He does love three it. chords in the truth which is awesome. And he plays the music that he likes and he talks and tells stories like, and there's a lot of different channels that have artists that come on and do it. It's super cool. Like that's good content that I'm, I'm willing to pay for. Cause it's fun, you know? So it is fun. Yeah. So like, and I used to be so anti satellite radio. I was like, why would I pay for satellite radio? It's lame, but it's actually, oh, you they, used they, to hate it. Oh Yeah. Um, but then after the Sirius and XM thing merged and I was like, oh, maybe there is something to it. I do, I'll tell you what, when I'm in the car, if I'm not listening to podcasts, a lot of the time I'm, tur- I'm I got, X- I got Sirius XM on, um, you know, so it, it is, it's, 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 it's cool. convenient. Yeah. It's really, you know what I do? I do yeah. like Apple in the car, but it is a little bit more difficult when you're driving or you're in traffic and you want to either change, yep. you know, what you're listening to or whatever. 
you know, if it's not, if the, if your car is not responding to what you're asking it, or, you know, if Siri's yeah. not responding, that's a pain with satellite. It's just, you know, click, 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 go find something else. So yeah, it is, yeah. it, is, it is nice. It's fun. And on long drives, it's really fun. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto Sirius, but there he is. Cause there we're not that serious. Yeah. We're know. not serious. Are you serious? Well, so, actually so, speaking of, are you serious? Do you yeah, want to talk seriously. about this Joe Perry? Guitar? Yeah. Let's talk about it. So, so I see I'm scrolling the old <laughs> you posted, Instagrams. You posted about this in the group, by the way, right? Did I? I think no, you I did, didn't. didn't you? Oh no, no you I asked, did. you, I think you asked Philip, didn't you? Uh, no, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't. Where did I we didn't. talk about this? We did talk about this. I somewhere. sent it to you. I sent it you a text. Was it just me? Yeah, just you. I just sent you a text. And I, said, I swear to God, this. you talked to somebody else about this, and it was. Oh no, I posted. I posted a comment on the um on the on the thread. Yeah, that's. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's on the, where. On, okay, on that's the, right. on Joe Perry. So I'm scrolling the. Posted. Yeah, that's where I did. So I'm 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 scrolling the old instas, and I see this thing from Joe Perry. Everybody knows the guitarist of Aerosmith. Um, and it's like, oh, do you want do you? And it's like a picture of him playing guitar, but he's what he's playing is like a gold top or something, a Les Paul gold top, and um. He's like, do you want the, do you want this guitar? Do you want my guitar? And here here's the deal: we're launching this thing where you can come to the show in Vegas, purchase this guitar, have a meet and greet with me where I sign it, and I sign other anything else you want me to sign. Oh, and I'll play this very guitar on stage of the at the show. So I'm like, oh, this is really kind of cool. I wonder if it's his signature. Remember how we came up with that single pickup yep. um, gold top with gold the top was, trem- yep. with the tremolo yep. on with it? The tre- yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, maybe it's that. But and it's, it's gonna and it's gonna be a ton of money. Not. And it's gonna be a ton of money. And, and you know, that's kind of a cool experience if you're gonna drop, you know, 10k on a guitar. You know, that's kind of a cool thing. You know, but no, I go to the, I follow the link, and it's like a Les Paul studio yeah i know it's like what <laughs> now what's in it, it's like a, now, so here's the kit we didn't get to the kicker go right? ahead and get to it's the like kicker a, it's like a black les paul studio which doesn't look bad but you know what what is that like no, no, a 1700 no. guitar yeah, exactly these days? right 1500 1500 bucks and guess less, what they want know. for this whole vip experience where he plays it and signs it eighty six hundred dollars it's ridiculous and i was like eighty six hundred dollars if it was the if it was the, the custom shop a signature or any joe perry signature i'd be like this is incredibly cool i mean i guess the studio is technically like a joe perry signature thing maybe it's a lot cooler of a guitar than i think it is but eighty is it worth eight thousand dollars almost nine thousand dollars like what let's be real i mean out of the eighty six hundred dollars so let's just put the price tag on the guitar right like would you yeah. pay eighty six hundred dollars just for that guitar because obviously well, you're, paying no, you're paying for the experience you're paying for the you know, you're paying to to have it played in the show and yeah. and getting it signed. That whole thing, of course. That there's tons of value. I mean, played in, in the show. So played in the show is cool. Like, how much would you pay for your favorite guitarist to play a guitar and like to have a guitar that they played in a show? I mean, that would be. I mean, that's, how much would that I pay? De- it depends. Do I want to get divorced a- or do I want to? You know, <laughs> but that demands a premium, right? So there's that. I mean, but when you're taking like a sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred dollar guitar and you're making it eight thousand dollars for this experience like i I can see you know maybe there's a thousand dollar upcharge or a two thousand dollar upcharge for the experience this is a seven thousand dollar (laughs) upcharge at minimum 
you know, for this, like, for basically what? a signature and a, maybe a couple of songs in the show. So, I mean, this is insane. <laughs> I mean, it's completely insane. And so, then, of course, the question, yeah. it begs the question, why? Yeah, well. Why you know, this guitar and why this kind why of. Why this guitar? Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Why this guitar? Why are they doing this? Is it just a money grab? I mean, obviously it's a money grab, but I, I mean, but I, I think the I think the concept is incredibly cool. And if it was like, I mean, Dave, I bet you would be tempted. If it was all in like three, four grand, I bet you would be very tempted to do it. If I was, if that was all in, you're all a huge three, Aerosmith grand, guy. I, I yeah. could, I would be working my wife hard. You know, <laughs> wait, 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 oh. wait a minute, come on. <laughs> oh, you know, I, you know, I also talked to you about the guitar, but I would be oh, working on. Jesus, uh, hey, I mean, hey, this is a family you know, show. This is a family show. Let's not Please. talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> I would be, anyway, I would be, yeah, I would be begging hard to to get this. You'd be, guitar lo- you'd be sure. lobbying very, very, yes. very hard. To, yes. Yeah, I mean, because you and I bet, I bet they'd sell a ton of them too. But maybe Joe's like, look, if I'm gonna do this, I can. The the other thing you got to realize is how much can he actually. How many guitars can he actually do this for? Right, so, you he's, know, be, they, he's not gonna be playing them like every night, all night. Yes, so. and I bet if they did it at like even five grand, that you get a lot more people interested. So you know, obviously, this crazy price is gonna limit it to probably you know not many people. That's a and, very you know, good and maybe, point. And I'll tell you the truth. I mean, his 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 Gibson signatures are very collectible. And um, even a cheaper one, like a like a studio, I bet is going to be very collectible anyway. So you know, especially with his signature on it. So you know, not now that I, now I'm talking myself into this is probably not a terrible price for the right collector. You know, no, I don't. So, you know, that, yeah. yeah. As we as we kind of yeah. work this out, I really I agree. Yeah. I I think you bring up a really good point. I think if they priced it any lower, now you're dealing with like a massive demand. No, not a massive demand, but a bigger demand. Yeah. And then how yeah. are you going to deal with that? Because if you're guaranteeing that it's getting a spot in the show and you're going to get to go backstage, he's going to sign it, the whole thing, you know, how many people can they really handle? So they probably do have to price it a little yeah. bit higher. So but they, they could limit that. it. They could say, look, we're doing 25 and that's it. You know? Right. That's true. Yep. You know, which is probably what's going on here. They definitely have a, a set amount for each date. When I clicked on the link, there's a set amount for each. So it's definitely a limited release thing. But like, couldn't you do a limited release for just a little bit less money? You know, it seems yeah, just that's insane. a good point. Money. I mean, yeah, it seems insane in the residency, money. the deuces, yeah. of, the deuces, the deuces of wild residency is going. I think it starts up again in a, a few weeks. If you're listening to this, yeah, it's, it's like November December. 3rd when we're. We're yeah. recording this, but I think it goes until uh, December 14th or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, a lot of the dates were in December where you could do this. But yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch of rich dudes that are all over this. Very excited about yeah, it. I'm so, sure. So good for you, Joe. That's great. So let me ask you. So, because yeah, let me of course, ask you something. Let me ask you something. Because, of course, this, is, this, is, this has to come up next in the conversation. Now, if this is Slash, what's your price point? Oh, geez. That's a... That's a tough one, huh? And would it depend on the guitar? Yeah, it wouldn't be eighty six hundred bucks. It would depend on the guitar. It wouldn't be eighty six hundred bucks. Would I pay? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That that's a tough one for me. I don't know. I, I don't know if it'd be quite worth it for that whole thing. But I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'd probably. I mean, I'd probably be in for like five grand for an experience like that. I'd probably be in for that. Yeah, I, I yeah. actually much think more that's than that, kind of reasonable. For much that. more than that, probably not much more than that. Right. Um, you know, especially if you have to like travel and do the whole thing. I mean, this is like a 10, that'd be like a $10,000 experience. 
So yeah, that's the thing. You got to fly out to <laughs> Vegas, and you go. Yeah. Well, I guess if you live in LA or something, you're someplace close, and you can but drive. That's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. For me Save personally, like my favorite guitarist, which is Slash, if he was doing this, yeah, I mean, maybe I would think about a five grand thing on this depending on the guitar if it was a studio i probably would be like sorry pal like that's just not cool enough for me you yeah know? the studio kind of yeah. it kind of takes away from it in a way yeah you know, i'm not i'm yeah. not bashing the studio not that studio is really, a bad guitar and like i said they're great I'm guitars sure i'm sure these things are going to be incredibly incredibly collectible they'll probably sell on a, i guarantee you you're going to see one on reverb a couple weeks after this thing happens right so yeah, so it's just what it is. By so, the way, did yeah. you see, because they, they do this every year, Reverb released the most popular guitars of 22. Yeah, guess what was, what was it? number? Guess what was number one? Um, The Fender Mexican Stratocaster. No. In fact, the classic vibes <laughs> were rated a little bit lower than I thought. But uh, oh, okay. Guess, guess a little bit more obscure. Oh. oh the geez. Silver Sky. Oh, the silver, the, just yeah, the regular the American, silver sky. Yeah, the American, American silver sky, sky, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah, those are very popular guitars. Yeah. People I love them. I found that them. interesting, yeah. The, guitar, the lead guitar player in my band has one, and he loves it. It's a great guitar. Now, now Miles Kennedy of, of Alter Bridge slash Miles, Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators fame and that kind of thing, and his own solo project, has been spotted playing the Tele version yeah, the would telly. you be interested in buying? We've talked about. Are you this, telling? But- are you tellying me there's a PRS <laughs> telly? Yeah, have, have we talked about this on the podcast? We have talked about this oh, we a did. little bit when it so, made so when it, it kind of rocked was the a, internet a little bit. Paul was asked about it, and he said it's a one off for Miles. There's no no plans to release that. Just like yeah, and I would like say Tremonti, cue the uh, cue just any like, any gif where it's like uh huh. Well, yeah, but Dave, but you can see this is you know why you know why I believe Paul because Tre- uh, Tremonti has that weird. Um, kind of explorer slash firebird yes, looking PRS yes, yeah, that yeah. has never been. He's had that for probably ten years, and he, that has never been released. But this is a little bit different because it's know? a telly. It's a telly, so it's a little less obscure than 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 Tremonti's guitar, right? And, and it's gonna. And if the Silver Sky truly is as popular as it is, yeah, right. The the, the Strat, it, it then this is gonna. You be, would think the telly would could, be a good marketing move. Yeah, that's, I think the is, telly could be is, a great marketing move. This is not a bad take. It's not a. Bad I don't. Take. I call BS on Paul. The PRS people are going freaking berserk over this on the PRS groups and everything. They 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 can't wait. But then they they heard that news and they're like, oh, but nah, um, not true. I don't Just know. Wait, we'll see. Wait it out. Wait, let's wait it out. Wait it out and see. So anyway, anyway, speaking of gear, did we want to get into some other speaking gear Speaking of talk? things that you this don't is, believe. This is more of a gear talk episode. And speaking of pedals, so Paul Reed, this is kind of what brought me up to this topic. Paul Reed Smith got into the pedal business a few weeks ago and released a line of three pedals. So we're, of course, Think we were what in, you may. So we were, of course, were inundated with pedal demos. And then another incredible sounding looking pedal came out. Um, the yes, just yesterday, I think was the Soldano. The Soldano, yeah. SLO, SLO thirty. It's supposed to mimic the SLO thirty, right? Amp. Oh, I think it's just supposed to sound like a, the the one hundred, man. I don't think that it's supposed to sound like the thirty watt. But um, <laughs> is I thought I thought it was okay. I might be mistaken on that. <laughs> I mean, or maybe oh, you know, no, no, no. I think you're right because I I think I was watching. Well, I watched a number of demos on that. I yeah, it's like a one. million. Maybe demos. they maybe they maybe they were like. A being it against the thirty, I can't remember yeah. now. So there's a couple that? of things I, I want. A bunch. 
So there's a couple of things I wanted to touch on in this. One was something that has come up a lot. It's come up from Ryan at 60 Cycle. It's come up from Blake Wyland. And that there's this like contingent of people that get annoyed on pedal release days that they're inundated with like a million demos on YouTube and on Instagram. And they just feel like it's like, why are we being inundated with these with these things, everybody is in cahoots to um, to have all these to on the release day to show all the videos and stuff. I can't talk, and um, and it's like, do you have a problem with that, Dave? Like, do you take no. offense? No, <laughs> who takes offense no. to this? Like, this is no. how. Cue, listen, cue people. the Jason Bateman gif with the yeah. no, no, <laughs> no. I don't at all. Listen, people, I, <laughs> if you're complaining about this, like that you turn on YouTube or Instagram and you have a million uh, demos of the same pedal, guys. That's how marketing works. It's what it's, marketing not only is. is that how marketing works, but we we are in a beautiful place right now where we have where these kinds of things are so accessible. And back in the day. You might, you know, maybe you heard a friend play it or, or somebody, you know, you heard somebody play it. Oh, you got to check this out. And maybe you yeah. checked it out and you didn't like it. You know, this gives you a, a, a ton of opportunity to kind of, you know, explore and decide if yeah. you are interested in a product. And yes, of course, a lot of all these things are, most of these reviews are professionally done and they're going to sound good. And, well, we're, we're going to get into, we're going to get, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into but, that. But, but it is, but, but this is the thing. Yes, it is true. The reason why YouTubers exist and these guys can do it for a living is because pedal companies and other gear companies pay them to do demos. That's right. It's just I mean, clear. <laughs> This is what they do for a living. Not we all have of them, to be honest, guys. I mean, it's just the way yeah. of the world. It's just mm. the way it is. And and every single one of you listening yeah. to this podcast and Matt and I, we we watch all these reviews too. And you know, some are good, some are bad. But and that's up to you to decide what you believe. But I mean, we're going to get but, into this. So, but here's a question I want. So there's that. So just get. So if you're one of these people complaining about this, like get over it. That's how marketing works in the gear world these days. And which which I think is incredible that you can hear like a dozen different incredible guitar players and YouTubers um, do this work and, and hear this pedal. Like you said, Dave, it's unbelievable that we're, we're living in this day and age where this kind of obscure thing, which is a guitar pedal, there's like a million people on YouTube that you can hear what it actually sounds like. So one, one, one more thing on that. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the, the thing I'd have to say to the people complaining about the marketing. Yeah. Nobody is saying the same thing about these products. Okay, well, you're getting different. You, some of them kind of do, but you're getting different opinions. Do you are from, you pro, are. from professional people out there? Yeah, and and you're 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 given a lot of information with which to to use to to you know by uh, to use to decide whether you want to purchase the product. Yes, or not. yes. So anyway, so I think we should just get over that and stop the complaints about that. And let's just get over ourselves. Um, so, but, but I did want to ask you this question, Dave, and raise the question. Do you trust pedal reviews? No. Do you feel that? <laughs> so, so let me be a little more specific. Do you feel that when you put on a pedal demo by a professional channel, you know, and by professional channel, I mean somebody with high production quality, the good sound quality, all that stuff, good camera stuff. Is do you trust that you're getting the true sound of that of the pedal from them? I will tell you this: I <laughs> only 
I only trust certain people. Ah, and and, and the, reason, the reason okay. I say that is because of history, right? Okay, all right, let's so hear it. So we, we know the people. I'm not going to mention names. Yeah, let's not get into the names. <laughs> we, know, we know the people out there doing this kind of stuff, and they're all great. They're all great. We've but, had a lot of them on the podcast. Too. Yes. No, and, I, yeah. and I, they're, all, they're all great. However, there are certain people that do it better, and there are certain people that are a little bit more honest, and they have just a kind of a way about them to deliver that honesty while still getting paid by the pedal company or whatever they're reviewing and still not trashing the product. You know, like if you, for the example of like a bad product, right? There's, there's things that have come out where people are just like, okay. they don't, you don't get, and so actually that's where I do want to name names. Cause we've had some YouTubers on, we had Ryan on and we had, we had Andy, the guitar geek on. I think those are the two YouTubers we've had on that really do a lot of demo stuff. We've had yep. others on, but it's demos on their main thing, but they were very clear and I do trust them. And, and not just because we had them on the pod and we know them, but because when you even even before we had them on the pod and got to know them a little bit more, you know, we you something came through that they were kind of genuine and kind of honest about this. And they and they're very adamant. And when you asked them this stuff, even when we asked them kind of off air, they 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 would admit they would say, I think a couple of them did admit on air, um, you know, and they said, no, I have I have didn't I have sent back products that I don't believe in and I didn't jive with for whatever reason. I didn't get along with it and I'm not going to do the, I'm not going to do the demo. I turned down the money. That kind of honesty really, you know, really resonates with me because, and those are the people, and you mentioned a couple, those are the people that I tend to really (laughs) lean on because those are the ones that I believe. And there are others out there who will tell you at the beginning of these videos you know, just because I'm being paid, because you have to, you have to acknowledge this. You yeah, know, a lot you of them do acknowledge it, which is great. Yeah, yeah. But they will tell you, I am being, this is, I just because I'm being paid by, you know, Wampler or whoever, you know, I yeah, am giving you I, my Wampler honest to goodness. People. Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving my, my honest to goodness review of this pedal. Yes. So, exactly. You know, and, 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 and I do and, believe they are. Well, I'll tell you what, I think a lot of them, and, but a lot of the demo guys will be clear with you that they're not giving a review. They're giving you a demo. They're not saying like, I love this. I hate it. They're saying, this is the pedal. This is what it sounds like. This you make up your own, yeah. make you up your own. So, this, so that's where I come in and I say in my, in but my, that's skept- an important distinction. In, yeah, too. it is. A, it is an important distinction because they're not reviewing the pedal and saying, should you buy this? Should you not buy it? Well, some do. Right? Some, no, some, will. Some, some are giving reviews. That's, that's a really good point. Some do, but for the most part, it's a demo. And it's just here, you make up your mind. With you. So so that's what I'm questioning, right? I'm questioning, do you trust these guys, you know, our friends aside, do you trust them <laughs> to, to that you're getting the true sound of the pedal? And the reason I say this is do you, because these guys are so great at audio production and video production, can they manipulate the sound of a pedal to make it sound maybe better than it is? Maybe I don't know. Do you think they are though? Well, here here's the thing: they they have a reason to do it. In that, if you're really good and you make the pedal sound great, more people are going to send you their stuff and keep paying you to do this. No, of right? course, but I I also think that mo a lot of the people that we tend to follow are more genuine than that. They are not those who are going to put lipstick on a pig and try to sell you something that like like you mentioned. 
people don't believe in and they'll send it back and I can't I can't demo this because I don't I don't for whatever reason I don't like it that's right um, that's right at the same time I think certain people and again I'm not going to mention all these names but there are certain people out there that just have a way about them to kind of let you know kind of casually I either like this or I don't yeah yeah you can you know, read between the lines you, saying, you can read Dave? between the lines and and yeah. those are the people that I tend to trust a little bit more okay so you so your your approach on this is you kind of know who to trust and not to trust. And I think to tell you the truth, I think that's the bottom line answer on this is, you know, go to the YouTubers that you trust. We have a couple that we think are great, but there's more than just the guys that have been on the pod um, that we think are great. Tons of them. But, Tons. but, the, but I'll give, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. And I, I will name names on this one. Pete Thorne, you know, Pete Thorne, Pete's absolutely great. incredible player. You know, one of the greatest players on YouTube. Crazy good player. You know, and he, his main gig is demos. And and you've never heard anything that you would questionably think isn't the greatest sounding thing ever out of him. And he's, and I'm not the first one to question this. A lot of people just say, Pete, it doesn't matter what you play. You, it, you make it sound great. Now, he will, he will say similar things. And he said sim similar things in interviews and different things where he says, no, I send pedals back. I will. I'll send them. If I don't like them, I won't do the demo. I have, you know, I have enough work that I don't need to do every single thing that comes across my, my desk. So, you know, so I think you're right. Like, the, the, so this is the thing. Integrity is everything to these guys. And is if you as the listener, you know, trust that that is that really true is he or is he just saying that just because it's a fashionable thing to say or is he saying it because it's true and you know if you look at all the gear in pete thorne's studio and all the compressors and all the rack gear and all this stuff i mean you, i mean you can do some serious manipulation of sound with that here's stuff. what I, I i agree with that and i can see where <laughs> p i i can see where people complain about this and kind i'm not of thing. And however I just, yeah, sorry i just no, want to i just want to acknowledge like as a disclaimer i'm not calling out pete thorne on this we, no I love he's pete. amazing he's, I love he's pete. incredible and i, and I no, do and pete. i do trust him but like you know it's a good example of somebody who's a super pro and you can tell he really knows his way around audio production right oh he totally so, does but that you know what but here's the thing the people that are watching, and we we watch Pete all the time, but the, a lot of people that are watching Pete and the like are more professional musicians that are going to be able to to mimic that same kind of thing. They have the skill, it, it you know, pro audio. They know how to dial in a pedal and, and and use their other equipment in their studio to get the sound that they're looking for, right? So they yeah. have that capacity to do it. Now, the the one thing, uh, the one thing, real quick, I want to mention before I get into a second point, yeah, um, is you should also, you also have to understand that, you know, what do we always say? The tone is in the hands, right? So a good player is of course going to make every piece of equipment that you have sound better, no matter what it is. That's right. That's so, right. but the other thing I want to mention real quick is what I would encourage you to do for those of you who would complain about somebody like Pete Thorne or, you know, other professionals like him. Yeah. Go listen to the little guys that have purchased the pedal that don't have all this professional stuff in their studio. They're not editing it. They're not editing their videos like crazy and, you know, really tweaking the sound. So it's perfect. Go listen to them because if they're, if that, if you're the basement player like me, you know, that will never live gig a thing, then go listen to that because that's where you're going to get a little bit more of a realistic sound and view of the pedal. And I'm not saying that you should decide based on that, but you're going to get a little bit of an, you know, an apples to apples comparison yeah, totally. in terms yeah, of the yeah. sound, right? So, yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's a great point. Those are great points. The other thing I want to say is, let's be honest, as guitar players, as like all of us as guitar players, do you really make your mind up about a pedal until you play it through your own rig? Even if you demo it in a store, you're just like, yeah, it sounds pretty good, but I'm really, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you right now. I never play a pedal in a store because I just feel like I'm never going to get a feel for it unless it's through my rig and that you know one of the reasons why i like going to guitar center is very easy to return stuff because it's local to me just because it's local to me um but you what know about, even what if, about guitar pedal shop even we yeah guitar pedal pedals shop. down there. yeah that's a good point guitar pedal shop he has a good return policy as well shout out to guitar pedal shop in plymouth um he ships worldwide from what i what we understand um but you know that's why you know I'm going to buy a pedal with the expectation that I'm not going to really know what's up with it until I run it through my rig. Isn't that how we all do this, Dave? <laughs> That's how everybody does. Cause you're exactly because, you know, to your point about Pete Thorne, you, I mean, just because he's running the, everything he runs to make it sound the way it does, you know, you, you, it, it's like, you know, if you could, if you could snap your fingers and pull up some magic YouTuber that would have your rig and could play every pedal that you were interested in purchasing yeah, yeah, through yeah. your rig, I mean, that's a different story, but it's, well, that's just not reality. So, sometimes you get lucky and you're like, like I have a Princeton. I know Ryan plays everything right. through his Princeton. So when I listen to a Ryan demo, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's what it's going to sound like through a Princeton. So that, right. I mean, to be honest with you, that does help me. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's the sound I want. Yeah. But if you get excited about a pedal, just because you may hear, you may listen to a few demos, you know, you're like, whatever, I'm, I'm probably going to buy this pedal no matter what the demo sounds like, because I'm interested right. and excited about it. So, um, you know, d- demos are great because they just ra- raise the hype. <laughs> yeah. And you I know? think the people that are, and to go back to the original point, the people yeah. that are complaining about this kind of stuff, it's like, do you realize what you have at your disposal I, that's nowadays? What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's insane. And if you don't want to listen to some of these professionals that are being paid by these companies to market the pedal, wait a few weeks before, after something comes out and you will find the little guy, the basement player, the, you know, the, the little YouTuber out there reviewing the thing. And that's, and if you feel more comfortable, then fine. That's great. You know, yeah, you gotta- I, I agree. I, I do like, I mean, to tell you the truth, I do like the, uh, especially for amps, when I'm when I'm looking to buy an amp, I do like to find like a more amateur channel and hear what it sounds like because I feel like you get a little more of the the rawness that you would get in in, in a room to some extent. But so, but at the same time, if they're playing a lousy guitar, if you know they're not really miking the amp properly, like you know, like this that you know, you got to take things with a grain of salt. It's it's difficult. Right. It's it's a difficult situation. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out. I'm gonna shout out a kind of an in betweener. I guess. Oh yeah, and, yeah. I don't yeah, know. Maybe he out. maybe he. I'm sure he does get. Um, yeah. He don't does, don't, he does don't get insult by, anybody by calling him. An no, 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 no. No, no, no. I mean, he's not like, he's not like one of the major, like the, you know, when you think about, you know, the, the, you know, Ryan Burks and those, that, that world yeah, of, yeah. Of, of things. But, um, do you, do you ever watch Rich Bischoff? No, no, I don't know Rich Bischoff. He's an incredible player okay. and he demos a lot of stuff. And I don't know if he gets, I don't know if he's, you know, if he's like a paid marketer for these companies, but, or whatever, but he, he will tell like it is. And he's a great player. Um, you know, it's, so check his channel out anyway, but you know who I will shout out is, um, is Glenn Fricker from the, um, yeah. Well, what is his channel called? Dave, everybody, you guys know who Glenn frickin frack, you guys know who Glenn Fricker is like S S S M G studios or something. I, he has a name for it. Anyway. Yeah. You, you guys know Glenn Fricker. He, he does the honest gear reviews. 
in where he's, which I love, and Phil McKnight does him as well. Phil McKnight does him incredibly well as well. But Glenn has a way about him that you either love or hate. But I think it's hilarious because I saw one last night where he, he goes and buys stuff with his own money and he gives you an honest-to-God review. And I was actually really impressed. I saw him the other night because he was um, obviously working very closely with um, for years, he was working very closely with uh, Harley Benton, with Toman on the Harley Benton guitars. And he was hyping up these Harley Benton guitars. And he was like, these things are great. And they are great. Dave had one. And and for, yeah. for the quality, the, the price for quality, the value you get is kind of unbelievable with, with the um, Harley Benton. So so he actually said, there was a lot of people that were commenting, well, you do you do work with Harley Benton, so of course they're going to send you the best guitars. Why don't you get one that isn't, you know, just for you? So he actually got one. He had a friend of his order it and got a chip to his house, and then he played it. And I thought it was kind of sad because he found all kinds of issues with it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Whoopsie. Harley Benton. So, but, but I think, you know, we've talked about this before about cheap guitars. You got to, you know, if you're paying a hundred bucks for a guitar, like I mean, there's only so be, much you can expect, you know. You can't um, be expecting like a, you know, a Gibson studio played by Joe Perry on I, stage. Yeah, yeah. You, the, know. you know, a trans black um, studio that, um, you know, for 8,600 8, bucks. But anyway, yeah, so I, I thought, so he's great because, and then he also did, I, saw, I caught another one where he did a, a review of the, of the Sterling version of the majesty of the John, of the John Petrucci. And he just like, he just bashed this thing to death. But I, apparently, they, uh, yeah, apparently they, people do. Apparently yeah, they, they no longer make he's not it. He's the only one. Apparently they no, they no longer make the majesty and the, the Sterling version. Of the, although I've heard really great things about the Sterling's. Uh, especially like the Sterling Saint Vincent, I've heard good things about. So I don't know. I mean, I think Ernie Ball overall is very high quality. I'd love to own an Ernie Ball guitar someday. Uh, pro- pro- you know, who's probably another... the music man and not the Sterling, just to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> but you know, who's another um, real quick as we uh, we're running up on yeah, time. Yeah, we're up is, on uh, time. Is a uh, another great YouTuber who I think is very honest. Is uh, Henning Pauly? Oh, Henning's great. Yeah, Henning is great. Yeah, yeah. Henning, if you don't, if you haven't checked out Henning's channel, go check him out. I mean, if you um, want in depth, how, how do you even pronounce that? What's the what's the? I, I, I have no. It's like Etsy Pie. <laughs> Etsy Pi forty two something like, yeah yeah just type in Henning Polly you'll find him just type in and Henning you'll find him. but he he's incredible yeah. he gives it the most in depth reviews you're ever gonna hear absolutely it's it's kind of Hands un- down. it's unbelievable how well he does with these reviews and he's another guy that you know yes he's making a living off this but he he don't, doesn't only do reviews he does other things. And he does really well, and he I, I believe that he's a genuine guy. A lot of these guys that have been in the game for a while, they, they don't just get there because they're, like, blowing smoke, right? That's right. So I, I, so I yep. give him credit. I give him a lot of credit. And, and just m- m- now that we've had the opportunity to meet these people and talk to them, um, you know, it comes through. So I, I'll just say yep. that. So <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. So I guess the moral of the story is, you know, Trust who you want to trust, follow who you want to follow, and always, you know, always demo a product yourself because and, and purchase it through a retailer where it's going to be an easy return because if you don't like it, you can easily send it back, you know, like a Sweetwater. Yeah, like a Sweetwater is great or, you know, Pedals, or, definitely Guitar Pedal Shop is great. So, but Guitar Pedal Shop is fantastic. Yeah. We got to get Rick on the show. Hey, oh, Rick, yeah. when Rick, are you coming come on the on, show, man? man? <laughs> All right. We'll shut you out. We'll maybe get you on the show in a few weeks. Nice. Anyway, 
Uh, that was a great episode. Yeah. So make sure you <laughs> check us out on Instagram at Guitar Dads Podcast and uh, come join our uh, private Facebook group at Guitar Dads Podcast over there. Make sure you leave us a review wherever you download us because that would really help out the show. And uh, check out our uh, recent episodes with Blake Wiley of the Tone Mob, Taylor Hughes, up up and coming uh, country uh, singer songwriter, and uh, of course Dallas Dwight, the lead singer and lyricist of our new favorite band. We'll discuss next week. Uh, the, the LA, LA maybe. maybe and check yeah, out they, could they, they take just, over. Could they, they take over? They just the, released a new single. I told you we got a preview of oh, it because they had killer. they had sent it over to us, which was very cool of them. Um, and and there might be a little bit of a cool little thing, a little collab going on with them. And oh yeah, and just us. a little collab. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, and and the new single called "Down to Fight," incredible. Check them out. I got to actually got the shirt on. It um, is it's crazy a great good. song. Yeah, just go and check it out if you're into this kind of new wave of classic rock, as the LA maybe calls calls it. Oh, killer. So. And they Love just it. got off the Kiss cruise, so we'd love to have uh, Dallas back on to tell us all about the cruise and yeah, and yeah, that baby. Kind of thing. But for now, I think that was this week's Guitar Dads podcast. Keep rock alive. Catch you guys on the flip. <laughs>